Namaste and welcome to Magic Vibrations Healing School. My name is Damien Hay. And today I would like to speak about karma. And karma is such a big word that we use here and there over again and again that somehow sometimes it feels to me that the true meaning of karma and the understanding of karma is kind of changing and there is a lot of confusion about the ancient meaning of the original world coming from Sanskrit and today the way we use it and the new age understanding. So the main question is that is the karmic world over? Are we now free from karma like so many people claim we are? And this is a great question and I don't claim to have the answer. I just would like to bring some clarity or at least my own understanding about it. Because it's definitely something that touches each and every one of us. And as I live many years in India, the word karma and the meaning of karma is definitely something that I was reflecting on and I was dealing with almost every day. As in India, it's something still really strong. And recently the word karma just went to the West and it became like a joke or it's something that people refer to without truly understanding what it means. So karma literally can be translated like action or it can be translated as the consequence, the effect of our actions. So the first thing is that karma is directly connected to the law of cause and effect. So this law of cause and effect, it's really interesting because in the West we take it for granted. We take it from all our scientific perspective and paradigm that everything has a cause, even an original cause, and that whatever happens has an effect, and this effect will become itself a cause and will have more effects and so on. So the law of cause and effect in the Vedas is considered to be the root of Maya, of the world of illusion. What does it mean? It means that cause and effect is something that affects the mind. It's a way that our mind, our mental plane of consciousness is describing, organizing the perception that we have of reality to give it meaning and sense. So what is interesting with the law of cause and effect is that we are so entangled with it, we are using it so much with our mind that we definitely take it for granted. But from one perspective of consciousness, from a higher perspective, and when I say higher, I don't say better, I just say from a perspective that comes from our higher self or our higher spiritual bodies, 
There are no cause and there are no effect because everything is happening at the same time, because there is no time. We can have access to this timeless dimension where there is no karma, because there is no cause and there are no effects. For example, in the Vedas, in Yoga Vashishta, for example, which is the teachings of Ram, one of the greatest king and yogi and master from India, that when he speaks with his guru, Vashisht, Vashisht explains him a little analogy, like a metaphor. He says, look, if you look to a coconut tree and the crow is landing on the branch of the tree and at the same time a coconut will fall down, your mind will believe that there is a connection between the crow landing on the branch and the coconut falling down on the floor. And you will pretend that there is a cause, the crow and the effect, the coconut falling. When actually, if you think about it, we know that it's only a happening. There is a synchronicity. It doesn't mean that there is a direct connection and cause or even physical, scientific entanglement and correlation between the two events. So for the Indians, when you access this higher perspective, there are no cause and no effects, there are only happenings. This is what is. And from the quantum point of view, we can reach the same understanding. Because from the quantum understanding, from the quantum perspective, whatever we perceive from the past is a recreation of our mind. It's fluctuating. Our past is not fixed. Whatever events happened, happened, but our perspective on them, our understanding, the way we are weaving a storyline, a narrative from the past to give it sense and meaning, this is fluctuating because we are always changing perspective on our past. And that's what healing is all about, is to change our perspective on what we believe were causes and effects in our past, to recreate a narrative that doesn't hold guilt, shame, pain, judgment, anger, and to bring a state of peace, which comes from forgiveness, for example. So the karma is connected to the cause and effect. And somehow the main root of this is that we identify with our ego, we identify with our mental part, which is analyzing everything that occurs around us. And to give it sense and meaning, we do use the law of cause and effect. Like this, we feel safer, because if I can observe around me reality through my five senses and I perceive reality, to organize it, I will give cause and effect. I will give it meaning sense and purpose through the law of cause and effect. And then I can replicate this law, which means that when I see something happening few times and having the same effects, then I can somehow define it as a natural law, which maybe it's not. 
it means that I will assume that every time that this cause will happen and occur, then the same effect will occur. When actually, in the quantum entanglement that we are, we are defining and we are influencing the effect by assuming what will happen. We are like choosing, narrowing down the field of possibilities of the effect because we assume that this cause will bring a specific effect. So the mind is directly connected with the law of cause and effect because this is the main thing that we use to organize, define reality. And why do we do this? We do this to feel safer. We do this because we don't like, we don't feel comfortable with the unknown. So we like to organize reality, what we perceive, to give it meaning, sense, and to be able to have a control over it. Because if I can control it, I can somehow control the occurrence of effects that I, for example, I don't want in my life or that I don't like. So this is how somehow our mind is using the law of cause and effect. In the recent times, in the modern world, so what we call the new age, the new consciousness, the new paradigm, a lot of people claim that the world of karma is over or that it's about to be over. So what does it mean? It, does it mean that if causes don't have effects anymore? Does it mean that I am not subject anymore to the law of cause and effect? Does it mean that we can really and truly co-create the reality we want despite all the causes that have occurred before? So that's an interesting point and it's an interesting question. And again, I don't claim to have a ready-made answer. I just observe and I reflect on it. And so... All the causes of our own experiences, what does it mean? All the actions that I ever done in my childhood, in what I call the past of this present life. And if I do believe in parallel existences like past life or parallel universes lives, all the actions I've done in the past, as well the actions that my ancestors did in the past and that I were transmitted to me through the DNA, all these actions, all these seeds of effects as causes are stored in what we call the causal body. Yeah, it's called the causal body because it's the body where all the causes, so the seeds of actions and effects are stored. So what I do observe as a healer today is that our causal body is getting clearer and clearer. Yeah, it's easier to somehow clear, purify our karma. And how we do this? We do this because somehow the light of consciousness, the light of spirit is so strong these days that we have many more tools to release these karmic causal memories. And it's not that they disappear. It's more that we disconnect from the intensity, the charge and the burden of it. So it's more like we cut cords with the seeds of actions that we did in the past or that our ancestors did. And we are less subject 
to the experimentation and the occurrence of the effects of these actions in our current life. So it's more about a disconnection or it's more about releasing the bondage, the intensity of the bondage of the entanglement with our karma. And it seems that because the gravitational field of the Earth and the electromagnetic field of the Earth is getting weaker and weaker every day, which is a scientific observation, that somehow it's easier for us to release our karma. It's easier for us to release the intensity of these memories because these memories in our causal body are also connected to us through an electromagnetic field. So the weaker the electromagnetic field of the Earth, the weaker our causal body is. And then the intensity of the connection with our memories is as well weaker and weaker, so it's easier to release them. It still requires work. But we c I observe people today, when I do healing sessions, that have a really clear and clean causal body. So they released a lot of things. And what does it mean? It means that you're more fresh, you're like a newborn, and not like a baby. It's like if you would reach this state where you are lighter, where you don't carry all these intense memories, seeds, from the past or from your ancestors. And this gives us more freedom, more lightness, because the causes of the actions of the past, they define our future, because they are stored programs that are triggered in our life and that make us attract things. So it's somehow a pre-program, it's a predestination that comes from our past actions. And the lighter, the clearer our causal body is, the more free we are to experience and experiment and attract something new, something that is not defined by our past or the past of our ancestors, but that is more defined by the current and actual quality of our thoughts and consciousness. So our power and ability to co-create reality depends on how clear our causal field is, our causal body is. Yeah, the more I disconnect from the past memories, the more I allow myself to be fresh and to be new. It seems that as the Earth is collapsing its electromagnetic field, as the geometries and that the setup of the planetary system that is like a giant holographic computer influencing human consciousness and all consciousness on Earth is shifting, is changing, it's transforming, it's actualizing, it's upgrading, that somehow we are all collectively releasing a lot of karma. It doesn't mean that the causes of the past didn't happen anymore. It means that they have less influence, they have less impact on our current reality. So in the new age, I believe that's why we say that the, the world of karma is kind of over. After, when I do observe the daily life, I still observe that whatever I do now still has an effect when I observe it through my mind. I, obse I observe that when people 
behave in a specific way, then you have direct consequences. I even observe that the gap of time between the cause and the effect is getting shorter and shorter, almost instant. So many people speak about instant karma. It means, for example, that if someone hurts someone else, then you get the payback, you get the bill much quicker. Yeah, maybe before you had to wait years or even to meet in another timeline, like another life or another parallel universe, but today is just, it feels like really quick. It feels like if I do something, I get the mirror of my actions and I have to pay to balance the energy of this action in a much quicker way, like sometimes few days, few weeks, and it seems that we cannot escape it. It's not something that we can put on the pending list. We cannot procrastinate it. We have no choice. It feels that whatever we do, it reflects much quicker in the holographic reality around us. So it doesn't mean that karma disappeared. Yeah? For me, what the New Age movement is saying is that the karma from the past, the seeds from our ancestors and our past life, they are less potent, they became kind of sterile and I don't necessarily have to pay the price for it. Yeah, so it means that it's easier for me to clear my causal body and to co-create consciously a new reality, a new possibility that is not depending or influenced by my past. Nevertheless, in my daily actions, karma still exists because whatever I do, it will reflect instantly or quasi instantly in reality and in the mirrors around me. So we require more impeccability. Yeah, the more impeccable we are, the more we experience an impeccable reality, which means that it matches the frequency of our thoughts and emotions. And then we can consciously co-create something that feels more appropriate to us. And all the people who struggle all the people who have deep obstacles. And I know each of us, we do experience obstacles, struggles, difficulties at some moment because these are intense times. I invite you to observe that it's probably not the effects of a long and far away past. It's probably the effects of a current state of mind and state of emotion. It's probably something that is really connected to recent actions that you took and this is our power to shift and to change because we can forgive ourselves for whatever actions we took in the past we can forgive others we can ask to be forgiven and then we can reach this state where we can operate with more sovereignty more integrity our reality so karma is not over. Karma is becoming instant. The past burden from the past is definitely lighter and it's easier to let go of it. And we're entering in a world, in a new paradigm, then where maybe the karma will become only instant. It means whatever we will do, the effect will come instantly. And this will be something that will be so amazing because once we will all get it, understand it, we will have no choice but to correct our course of actions following Dharma, which are the basic rules 
that we can all live together in harmony. And when I say everybody in harmony, I mean the mineral, the vegetal, the animal, the human and the spirit kingdoms. All of them we could live in harmony because we will observe that whatever we do, we, it reflects instantly on reality. So after experiencing crap or pain for a while, we will see that we just have to change our behavior, our state of emotions and mind to actually create and experience something new and more harmonious, more appropriate, more pleasant. And this will be together. It's something that we will clear together. So karma is not over. I believe that instant karma is coming. The karma is over when we stop completely identifying with the doer of our actions. At least that's what the Vedas say, the Eastern knowledge. When I don't identify myself with a personality, with my body, with the doer of my actions, then I allow a higher intelligence, buddhi, or the divine goddess, to come through me and to act. And it's a non-doing. And through this non-doing, I allow the higher purpose, the greater plan of the universe to unfold through my physicality around me. And when this happens, it feels that there is no karma. Yeah, there is no intensity because it's the most appropriate, the right action in the moment. So because it's the most appropriate action in the right moment, then all the consequences are part again from the greater plan. So there is nothing heavy, nothing disturbing. It's probably not always pleasant, but the experience of this unpleasantness is part of the non-doing. So it's something that we can all handle. And it's something that is definitely sweeter than when it's connected with an emotional pain. So there is a possibility to extract ourselves from the world of karma, but this comes only through a lot of self-introspection, of self-knowledge. It comes from understanding who is our small self and to allow it to delve and dive again in the ocean of the great self. Yeah, it's when we surrender our identity to the greater pool of consciousness and that we allow ourselves to become a pure instrument of a higher power. And this is not something we can mentally claim and just like a mind game pretend. It's something that takes a long process for many of us because we have to release this identification in all the layers of our being. But a part of this process is a clearing of the causal body. So through this process, we are less subject to experiencing the effects of the past causes. But still, the actions we take today, they are really important because they reflect directly on reality. So collectively, we are clearing a lot of collective karmas. Collectively, we are re-experiencing loops of pain and suffering and healing that we thought were like cleared, that we thought were like over, that we already succeeded to do this healing process, but we are revisiting them because collectively we are clearing huge, intense past karmas as societies, as clans, as ethnic groups of people. 
So we are re-experiencing because the time is going in cycles, it's spiraling. Yeah, time is not linear. So we are revisiting collective patterns and releasing them again. So sometimes if as an individual, you may feel that although you don't experience life as your personal karma, you will experience it as a collective karma because we're in service to each other. And when we revisit a loop of pain and suffering, and we do it in the name of collective consciousness. Our own personal experience of healing, of transmuting this pain, becomes a download that you offer in service to the community, that everybody can receive your download and get the tool, the way, the wisdom and the knowledge to actually overcome their own personal intensity, pain and karma. So collectively, we're as well clearing a lot of karma and the causal body of humanity is getting clearer. That's why we see more intensity. We see more shit happening around. We see more pain, more craziness, more extremes because we are clearing. It's surfacing to the causal body of humanity. And this is essential in the ascension of humanity, which means humanity as a whole shifting in a new paradigm but when humanity will shift, we will still experience instant karma. That's why we need clear communication. We need a direction, a purpose. We need new leaders to explain us that our actions will have and have already an almost instant reflection in the holographic representation that we call reality. And this is where responsibility comes. But responsibility is a whole deeper, longer subject. So to resume my views on karmas, or what I wanted to share today with you, is that, yes, karma exists when our mind observes cause and effects. We do experience karma. I do believe that these days it's easier to clear the karma from the long past, or from ancestors, or from past life. We are less subject to experience the effects of it. And to release and clear our causal body, you have a lot of healing techniques that work well because we are integrating higher subtle bodies these days and when we integrate them the release is happening it's collectively happening it can be effortless and because we clear this old past karma we come more in the present moment we embody more power of co-creation and we require more alignment more impeccability more integrity because we then experience an instant karma, which is a direct connection between our current action and the reflection and the holographic reality. So we need to be more impeccable. And if you still experience something heavy and intense and say, hey, I thought I was over with it. Remember, it's a collective karma that you're helping to resolve on a higher collective level. It's something that you give as a service to humanity or to a group of people surrounding you or connected with you because you already have the solution of transmutation of transforming and healing and you offer it as a gift as a download to the rest of your community so be patient don't judge don't put yourself down or don't be tough and hard on yourself you're in service and it's fine, it's part of the gift, it's a contract that you have with your community at soul level that you could help and serve 
which is beautiful and we are all doing it and we chose all our collective karmas where we will participate and help and when the new paradigm will get stronger and stronger and it's already of course getting stronger but at some point we will reach a threshold where we will enter really the new dimension altogether then remember each moment your actions will reflect instantly in the holographic reality for you and for the collective so this is when we need to be in alignment it's when we need to stop thinking only for ourselves but we will need to think for seven generations ahead to need to, to think for all our clan, our community and the group of people we are entangled with, for the whole humanity even. And each of our actions will matter. There will be no small actions that affect only you. Each action will affect the oversoul of humanity. And this is a great and huge responsibility. And if we take it with the idea and the purpose to bring harmony for all creation and to respect all life forms, all creation, then we will recreate a garden of Eden. If we don't, we'll create a collective hell. And probably in a quantum reality, the people who do act accordingly to a higher purpose and the respect and the love for all creation will shift in a parallel universe called the new Eden and the people who are still selfish and self-centered in service to self exclusively will shift in a parallel universe called the new hell and both parallel existences and universes will coexist together in the frame in the energetic template that we call earth but it will be like two different worlds in one world Thank you for listening to Magic Vibrations Healing. You can always check my website for more information or more articles, free videos or classes www.magicvibrationshealing.com Thank you, thank you, thank you.